1: You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United UnitedHealthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
2: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. For full, important safety information, visit (laughs) juviderm.com.
3: It's the literally only reason. I am here for you, Pat. I will subscribe to that shit. I don't like that I have to do it, but I will do it for you. Hi guys! Welcome to Lovecast BL Podcast. I'm your host Pixie, and with me are my co-hosts Alexa and Kayla. Hey. Hello. So today we are going to get into the first story of A War of Y, but first our tea time is going to involve me! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god if you have don't have us on social media and you probably haven't noticed but i will be going to america next month hey. yay and i'm so excited <laughs> i originally got like invited to my high school reunion which is 17 years ago <laughs> do, not it, okay? do not talk about it do not talk about it so, I'm going for that and decided to stay longer so that I can meet up with Alexa and Kayla and have fun. Get so, up to shenanigans. Yes. So, we've asked people for suggestions of typical American things I can do while I'm there. Like, I haven't been to America for 17 years, <laughs> I was 16 when I was there. So, things
4: are very different now. <laughs> yeah. Things are very
3: different. <laughs>
4: But yeah, like I think suggestions of what things we want Pixie to try, and also just like what you'd like to see from us in general. Because like Mm -hmm. I think we're definitely planning to do some vlog content, and like we have some ideas. Like we want to record an episode all together, sitting in the same room, and have some other fun things that we're talking about. But like if there's anything that you guys think it would be fun to see us do as three podcast hosts who will be meeting each other IRL for the first time after. Almost two years? Yeah, almost two years. Let us know what you want to see us do. So we'll try and fit as much as we can into our little whirlwind weekend.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I'm, I'm so excited. I'm traveling all by myself. It's a 12-hour flight. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying
0: to think of things that we can do that are, like, very southern American specific. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys like seafood, but the number one thing that I keep coming back to is that I think we need to eat seafood boil. Oh. Because that, would be good. that is like that's a big thing.
4: And it's really good. It, I yeah. so. I've never yeah. had seafood boil before. Like, you know, I was I, just I, in the south the other so week even and I've like what never it is. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's so basically, it looks so good. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: basically like you get, you can have them put in whatever seafood you want. Like I usually get shrimp and like mussels and stuff like that. And they put it in a plastic bag and then they, everything gets boiled in the bag with spices and then they bring out the bag to you and you like pour it all out I pour and like it on this table big bowl. yeah Yeah.
2: That's
0: and
3: crazy. then you eat it. Yeah. Wow. It's good. Okay. Yeah. I think we should do yeah, that I, like love we, cast like-
4: mukbang era. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <scary>. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we can also go to like, I've been to a lot of the Thai restaurants in this area. So I found like one that I think is the best,
4: or at least mm-hmm. is my
0: favorite. And so we can mm-hmm. also go there. That was and one of those suggestions we
4: got on our Instagram. We were like, "What should Pixie do in America?" And someone was like, "Eat Thai food." With an question mark, <laughs> it's like I feel like it only makes ne- sense.
3: Like, but <laughs> never no. mind that. Like, Norway has one of like the largest Thai migrations, right? Like, we have like a Thai restaurant at <laughs> <in> every corner.
0: <laughs> That's kind of what it's like here too. Like, there are so yeah. many Thai
3: restaurants. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere yeah. here, yeah, yeah. But that's fine. Like I, I love Thai food. Like as long as it's not the spicy kind, because my <laughs> stomach is oh. not the right. <laughs> end.
0: You can get it customized. I can actually. We'll I cannot
3: eat Indian food. I cannot eat Indian food. I'm very no. serious. Like I was destroyed when I tried. No. <laughs> Because not, can't only, have that happen. Yeah, not only can't I take like spicy food, I can't take food in general, like a lot of dairy products and stuff. Like if it's heavy on the dairy, yeah, but Great it's tipsy. fine. I'll bring my medicine.
4: <laughs> your lactate in your tongues and just keep them stocked and ready to go.
0: I might need them too, honestly, so it'll come in handy.
3: <laughs> It'll be good. It'll be good. <laughs> so, anyone has any more suggestions, please, social media, under our comment section on YouTube, leave them, and we will film some, and we will do some. Yes. 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 Okay. So, going into our content of today, the, the we should probably talk a little bit about the show in general. So... We're gonna focus on the four first episodes, which are called the new ship. It was five, right? Was it five?
4: Yeah,
0: yeah, five. It was oh,
3: Twenty five. divided by four.
4: Okay, five. That's the yeah. that's the only math I know how to do. <laughs>
3: five. Okay. <laughs> I cannot do math. <laughs> so the ship in question are played by Billy and Sang, mm-hmm. which are a copy of Bangkok boys. I think Billy
4: and Sang are technically Idol Factory boys now, aren't they?
3: Yeah, yeah, they are. Now that you mention it, yeah. Yeah.
4: But everyone else in the series, I think, from the it's other couples of is like a a Bangkok boy, yeah. pretty much. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But they they came from they're the Idol Factory Boys.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So the War of Why is story How do we describe that in a very, like, spoiler-free way? I feel Um, like it's a story that is trying to
4: show the the behind-the-scenes side of the BL industry and what goes into—I think they're focusing a lot on being a ship within the BL industry and mm -hmm. kind of like the underbelly of BL ships and shipping Mm -hmm. culture— From different perspectives that Mm -hmm. are spread out across four different
3: stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will say this, like my first initial reaction to the show is that this is dark. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. It's
4: definitely not the first show that's kind of taken hits at the BL industry like I think there have been a lot of comparisons to Lovely Writer which
0: mm-hmm.
4: was similar in some aspects by showing yeah. like the behind the scenes of BL and mm-hmm. filming a BL but this is definitely a lot heavier and darker yeah. and focusing will, a lot more I, I on will... the negative side of things I think
3: yeah, I would say, like, Lovely Writer's more, like, satire mm-hmm. of how the industry is, mm-hmm. while this mm-hmm. is more heavily going into, like, the deep, dark end of like it. Like an expose-type thing. They're not using yeah. humor to mask anything.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Which I never thought I would see, honestly. Yeah. yeah, Me neither.
4: It's very interesting, like... When you're watching stuff like this, I feel like I've been having this, like, cyclical thought Mm -hmm. of, this is technically a BL show that's Mm -hmm. supposed to be about exposing BL ships in the industry, but there's, like, current BL ships in the show, so my brain is, like, having this constant whirlwind process of, like, How much of this is dramatized, which obviously to an extent some of it is.
2: How -hmm. much is
4: this stuff that actually happens? Have these Mm -hmm. ships experienced any of this stuff? So, like, it's very, like, it's constantly has me thinking about, like, how much of this applies to the actual BL industry, you know?
3: Yeah, I kept (laughs) having flashbacks for stories that I've heard of happening with Mm -hmm. actors, which, one, very prominently, it was stuck. In my head, first I was like, oh, this reminds me of Bruce's character in Lovely Writer. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, but Bruce reminded me of art. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, mm-hmm. this sounds like art and you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the big one. That's a big one I feel like a lot of inspiration was pulled from.
3: Like, yeah. They probably, like, had some artistic... Liberties. Liberties. Artistic with freedoms. It. Yes. <laughs> but I I do, like, from everything we've seen and what we've heard of rumors about the Art and muse situation, this mm-hmm. does seem like it's been drawing from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... <laughs> tea.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I think even, like, I, I, I definitely really think that's a big one, but... Thinking about a lot of the topics that were touched on in New Ship, which was the first story, what they titled the first story, things like executives trying to take advantage of actors in the industry. That's something we can tie to a real-life situation in a real-life production company and an actor that was taken advantage of. So, And I'm sure there's even more stories that these people know from being in the industry and being involved in the industry that will probably never hear of that They've pulled from or hopefully not but some might have experienced themselves so you Mm -hmm. know I definitely think there is very much a real world tie-in but also at the same time like it's being marketed as a bl which I think makes it like a very interesting aspect of it to think about
3: the whole thing is such like a gray area Mm -hmm. I mean at the same time like it's a good way to like get information out there for people Mm -hmm. who don't actually see how dark it can be like how reality can be but at the same time you're profiting off the same thing i don't know if i think it's a little bit hypocritical Mm
4: -hmm. yeah yeah
0: I think you kind of have to look at where it's coming from. Like, who is yeah. the, who are the creative minds behind it? So, like, the director for War of Y has, he's been directing stuff since, like, Lovesick. He did season two of Lovesick and, like, Make It Right and Why, 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 Why Destiny. And even, like, Secret Crush on You, which I didn't know. So, like, I don't know. I don't, I guess you just have to see or consider, like, who is behind it and like Mm -hmm. that will point to what their intention is. Yeah. And just Mm -hmm. like looking at what they have done in the past and what they've said in shows or the messages they've Mm
3: -hmm. tried to get across in shows in the past. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you guys think that people aren't getting the point of the show? Because like, obviously this is trying to raise awareness and trying to make fans more obvious to what is actually happening but at the same time you have a couple a ship that's actually together behind the scenes so it's kind of like feeding into the delusional
4: i think one of the big things for me like when i was reading through the notes and like i put that point in Mm -hmm. i remember seeing i can't remember if it was from new ship or from War of Managers which is the second story that just finished but I remember seeing this TikTok of someone like freaking out over how hot the NC scenes were Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we talked about this in our Steamy Scenes episode how like watching the NC scenes in these shows was like this weird dichotomy of like they're really going at it but knowing the context behind what their characters are going through in these scenes it made you feel really weird to watch it yeah And so, like, when I was seeing this TikTok of this person being, like, you know, like, losing it over how hot these scenes were, Mm -hmm. to me, that kind of feels like missing the mark of the series, at least especially for the first story, her new ship, knowing what Sang's character is experiencing mentally going through those, filming those scenes and like the impact that things like that are having on him. Um, He's being pimped out. mm -hmm, Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when I see people reacting to it that way and like, obviously the scenes were, they were wild. Like they were really going at it, but I feel like they were using that to kind of show the pressure to, yeah, keep making these NC scenes spicier mm-hmm. and heavier mm-hmm. and hotter. And so like mm-hmm. when I see people kind of like, it almost felt like they were feeding into what the show was trying to say about how fans consume NC scenes. And so yeah. when I saw that, it was kind of like, yeah. it feels like people are a little bit missing the mark there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't I, know.
3: I do feel like when you, if you see people who are overly <laughs> sexualizing the scenes, Happening in New Ship, I think that's where you have like the line of are you really over sexualizing gay relationships versus just like watching show, enjoying the the plot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I feel that's the line for me. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it really shows like the context, like, I think a lot of these scenes are about like the context in which you were watching them. And it felt like a lot of people were missing. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm saying a lot of people, but I've only seen a couple videos. So I don't know if you guys have seen more reactions than I have. But it felt like those people were kind of missing the context of those scenes. And then that Mm -hmm. makes you think about what is the way that you are consuming this media that you're missing the context of this story and what it's trying to say about these scenes type situation
3: yeah i mean yeah. it's it shows people are overly focused on the sexual content versus mm-hmm. the actual plot and actually mm-hmm. happenings. they're not focusing on on the story at all mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> it's really interesting that some fan
0: reactions are literally showing fan reactions in real life are literally showing the same effect that the fan relationships mm-hmm. in the show are. Like, it's
4: literally mm-hmm. proving the show right.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just
4: giving, like, congratulations, you played yourself type moment. Like yeah. And I thought, you know, like, there was a moment like that in Lovely Writer 2 where, like, mm-hmm. they used mm-hmm. real-life BL fans to, like, to play these the, obnoxious, yeah. arguing, Girls. like, BL shit fans. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it almost is like, I don't know. Aren't there's like a, there's a, like, <laughs> yeah. There's like a lack of self awareness and something yeah. like that almost. I don't know. Mm. Yeah,
3: but they got to see their face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I felt that, like watching those NC scenes, I felt it was especially the ones that weren't for the camera in the show, like those mm-hmm. that were them privately in Behind bed, the scenes. Yeah. that was extremely, felt extremely private to me, extremely personal. And I, I felt like I was intruding mm-hmm. on something. And that's what made it very uncomfortable for me to watch. But that's in the context of, like, the plot and the plot, like, leading me there.
4: Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. Which, Knowing if you're not the following the plot, then yeah. obviously you're not gonna get that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So there was also the whole about the manager who hmm. was <sighs> grooming. Is that the right word? Yeah. Holy. And I never
4: about like you said earlier, kind of. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I never. That's one of those things that I never considered. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Which is weird because of course there's going to be managers who are taking advantage of the situation like anyone else. But I never, I was shocked at the like grooming and yeah. I don't know if I have the words for it. (laughs) I think when we get into
4: this type of industry, there are a lot of people behind the scenes, like managers, directors, writers, that fans almost create these parasocial relationships in the same way that they do with the actors. Like, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people who yeah. know these faves know their managers the same way. Like, I'm thinking of Joffre's manager. Like, she's mm-hmm. a very prominent voice, and a lot of the yeah. fans interact with her and speak with her or p o who is a director that a lot of the fans feel very connected with and so i think this is an industry that almost creates like parasocial relationships not only for the ship themselves and the actors themselves but like the people on their team and that are connected to them Mm -hmm. so we want to believe that these managers are as good as the actors are and you know it's just kind of in the same way that at the end of the day, this is a job for the actors. Managing these actors is a job for the managers and
3: mm-hmm.
4: doing what it takes to make these actors more profitable, more popular, more shipworthy is what works for these managers. And so, you know, okay. I think that was her goal in the series to like make him someone who was profitable to these executives so that they Mm -hmm. wanted to Mm -hmm. cast him in their shows and sign him to their networks or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And it kind of like all comes back to like, we say this all the time, but it all comes back to capitalism (laughs) and like (laughs) the the desire to make money and make people profitable and how that even reflects like into the managers and the people that are on these teams behind the scenes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, with the character of Penn, I, I, thought he was he was an asshole (laughs) and I understand that he was a victim in all of this but at the same time I don't have a lot like I have a little bit of empathy but not to the extent that Kayla (laughs) does I just I hate I understand that he's a product of how that manager decided to like groom him basically but I hate fakeness and I'm on the point where okay if you're an asshole just own up to it Mm. but it hurt me to watch him like fake it in front of the fans and then go be an asshole behind the scenes it's just it but that's like part of the on the my point. soul. I feel like that's part of the point. because <laughs> it's like, Yeah, I know.
4: It's like, and I think that's what they were trying to do with his character. You know, like you have mm. people who empathize with him so much and felt so bad for him and, and saw his hurt. And then the people on the other end of the spectrum who are like, what is this two personality situation going mm. on here? And I feel like that's like the kind of character they wanted to create and like... I think it's really easy to lean into making your main character super likable at all times. And like that's what most shows are going to do because the main character is often supposed to be the likable person. But I feel like him being so flawed, but at the same time, someone who has been through so much that you can see how they played into the way he reacts to situations and the way he interacts with his fans versus who he is behind the scenes. Like Mm It just feels like that. That shows to me like what a good job they did of tapping into that character and yeah. saying, bringing that character to life yeah. and making him someone who could elicit such like different reactions.
3: Yeah. And I mean, like, I say I hate that character, but at the same time, it was very well done. Mm-hmm. I love that they put like a morally great character there. Like, it's not like a Mary Sue story. And It makes sense for the theme and the aesthetic of the story. And I still hate him, but I appreciate that (laughs) that's a thing. (laughs) Mm.
0: Yeah, the fake, I guess, manufacturing fake personalities is like a theme all throughout the series. Like that comes in even heavier in the second part. Because Mm -hmm. they're both being fake with each other and fake with their managers and fake with the fans. And it's all (laughs) like to kind of uh, just play, just play the Mm -hmm. game and Mm -hmm. try to benefit from it as much as they can. But I think Mm -hmm. it's a little different with Pan because I think he doesn't know any other way to shield himself or protect himself than to... Mm -hmm kind of be standoffish and then so that will make people leave him alone and not want to interact with him because he wants to just be like left alone to kind of wallow in his sadness, but also Mm -hmm. like he wants to protect himself in the ways that he's able to. Because he doesn't really have control of what he can do or who he can be around. So it's like anyone. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Yeah. That's a big thing.
3: Yeah. So what was the promo like? I remember seeing the promo pictures that were basically stills from the shows that they were doing in the... The show within the show? Mm -hmm,
4: mm -hmm. And that was so
3: confusing. People were so
4: confused. Yeah. Like, there was like this what was it, the pilot trailer that dropped with, like, someone was doing ballet, and then there was, like, the drum line, and then they brought in, like, the mafia baby. Yeah. And, And, like, people, because at that point, they hadn't really explained, like, that the show was supposed to be, like, about the BL industry, and so I remember everyone trying to figure out what the fuck the plot of this show was gonna be. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, it it got people interested, and I remember Mm. they did, like, I can't remember if they were doing it Weekly or monthly or something like that, but then they started releasing like the trailers for each couple, and like there was this build up to like each story's trailer being released. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated that because it kind of gives you insight into each specific story, and also allows people to kind of see what piques their interest between the four stories. Because obviously they're all intertwined, but they all also kind of exist on their own. Separate ones,
3: just like by destiny, sort of.
4: Yeah, and I think that's something <laughs> that Copy um, A Bangkok likes to do with their stories of Why Destiny and... Yeah. You ne- uh, not You Never Read Alone. Well, I don't know where that came from. Why Destiny and War of Why are any... That You Never Read Alone was also Copy A Kapi Bangkok, a but I don't but know why that island. came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these kind of like intertwined stories where like all of the characters kind of know each other or know of mm-hmm. each other, but also have their own story within each one. I think yeah. that's I like stories like that. I think it can be hard for people to follow. Like, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people were thrown off by hearing this right. with the 20 episodes. Yeah. But, I mean, I think I like the idea of kind of being able to tune in to the ones that speak to you the most. And not, you'll miss some Easter eggs here and there, but I think you can still watch the individual stories without feeling like you have to watch all 20 episodes to understand what's going on. Which I think mm-hmm. is a cool idea.
3: Yeah. Hmm. hmm
0: yeah, I yeah, really I, like the I, five episode thing because mm. I don't think they need any more episodes for any of those stories. Yeah. Like it will be too I long agree. if they try to drag it out
4: to like 12 <laughs> yeah. episodes oh, of God. story. It's almost <laughs> like an individual series. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
3: I, I mean not. the story is so heavy and so dark that like at the end of like the fifth episode of New Ship I was just like okay I need a break.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I took on the tip that I got from someone in the server of just like binging them in five episode increments because like watching New Ship Weekly was like like you by the end of it I was like okay I need a break so I just waited until all of War Manager finished and like I was just binging it across this past week and like mm-hmm. it was wild to watch it all mm-hmm. in one go but at the same yeah. time I feel like just being able to consume it all and be like Okay, we've got that everything. one done. Everything yeah.
3: It's like oh. because there is like this element of cliffhangers and surprises mm-hmm. and and layers to the story that you usually don't get in BLs because a BL that we have today is very one-dimensional. It has a story, it's following that story. You basically know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But in this, there's been so many different layers that you're sitting there and just like What is going to happen next? Mm -hmm. I could not predict what was happening in New Ship. I had no idea. And usually I'm very good at reading stories and catching like the foreshadowing and what's happening for the structure of the story. Mm -hmm. But there was no way with all the layers and the sea and everything going into this story... Yeah, it, it took my brain for a spin and I think if you're not if you're not ready to sit down and actually watch a show that's that needs you to think, to be there, then mm-hmm. you shouldn't watch this show because you're going to hate it.
0: Yeah, it's it's really smart how the show is basically its own universe like even in mm-hmm. the second story You have them referencing pan and no and like everything that happened with them and then i haven't started the one after that but i'm sure it's like the same thing so i just like that it's this entire universe that even though the stories are unrelated the characters are still related Mm -hmm. and everyone Mm -hmm. knows
4: each other and people kind of float across like the different stories like you have like Mm -hmm. (laughs) to character who just, like, yeah. <laughs> there as, like, him and his ship are, like, the I ultimate I love it when Talay shows up. Talay's just kind know. of there. Well, <laughs> 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 like, him and his partner are supposed to be, like, the ultimate, like, most popular BL ship or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he just kind of, like, floats across all the different stories. I thought it was interesting that him mm-hmm. and Muse are, at least on my drama list, build first in the cast. Even though, like, they're kind of mm-hmm. just, like support Not character there. that, like, exists. <laughs> it's just there, floating throughout all of the different stories, but yeah, yeah. that's it's funny. He's a
3: plant baby.
4: <laughs>
3: oh. Yeah. Oh. No, I love it when T'Lay shows up. He's like, it's like seeing an old friend. It just yeah. shows up. That's really, and
0: yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's really what it's like. And then he always has some wise words to drop, and then he just yeah. leaves right after. <laughs> Like you know, in my experience, blah 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 blah. blah. Okay, bye. <laughs> and that's
3: it. <laughs> oh, <I love> it. <laughs> no, okay. So there aren't that like, especially for me, I haven't seen a lot of talk about way online. I wonder if that's because of the heaviness of the stories. There's nothing to be a fangirl about, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. It's
4: a little bit too real for people, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, like, uh, there definitely are some people who are, you know, choosing to fangirl even, over it, even if I feel like that's kind of missing the point of the series. But overall, yeah. I feel like I saw a lot of reactions to New Ship of people who weren't expecting it to be as heavy as it was. And I don't know, maybe they were expecting it to go more of like the lovely writer satire route where you could still ship the main pairing even while being aware of the things that they were trying to make commentary on. But I think so many aspects of this one are like so fucked up that you can't apply a lot of (laughs) the typical BL fan process to it, which I think is maybe like turning some people off to following the series, you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I uh-huh. think a lot of like the people who are fangirling aren't getting the reception they thought they mm-hmm. might get from it. So <laughs> that stops <laughs> stops it from yeah being more (laughs) yeah (laughs) because i mean i when if i see someone like clip one of like the nc scenes and put it out on social media i'm just like no no i don't need to see that it's not gonna
4: like it shouldn't be going viral the way like Mm. something from love in the air might because it's it's just like the the context is so different and Mm -hmm. i feel like we've been talking about this a lot lately the context of series and you know, how not all series are comparable because they exist in very different realms. And I think this is a major example of that, how, like, you can't apply a lot of the typical BL stereotypes to this and the typical BL fan process to this. And it's not creating the same type of, like, commentary that a BL Mm -hmm. typically would because, like, it's subverting, like, like, I almost hesitate to even call it a BL because, like, I feel like it's just, it doesn't fall into so many of these things into, that we typically yeah. associate with BLs, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm.
3: but it's commentary that's... on BL, so it's yeah,
4: still...
3: <laughs> yeah. It's it's a, it's almost like its own
4: little genre to me.
3: It's very meta. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> it is it's very meta. Yeah, I feel like
0: Copy <laughs> A Bangkok made their own genre and have kind of been with a few of the shows they put mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. but like not, not
4: even why shows.
0: Yeah, not even relating it to like the way the fans are reacting to it. We could talk about how AIS play is cursed and <laughs> are terrible at releasing shows internationally
4: because oh, but I think Night is that, having the same issue. Because yeah, of I think that's a big yeah, yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah, because I, I agree. Mm, There's subscription big service to be able to watch this show is, for me, $8 USD a month. Yeah. That is more than some of the other subscription services I pay for that have a whole backlog of shows you could watch, while well, this one on AIS Play currently yeah. has just have War shows. of Y and Love at 9. And, like, I'm yeah. fucking watching it. I'm fucking paying for it because of Ohm and Fluke and Pan and because mm-hmm. I like this War of Y series and what it's saying. But it's like, maybe I can pay for it, but $8 Not a month everyone. for two shows is... Mm-hmm crazy. It's like ridiculous and I don't expect people to pay for that.
3: Personally, I think they would get more revenue from the shows if they actually just put them out on YouTube and Mm -hmm. put on that revenue. Because the views would would be insane. Mm -hmm. People would be Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. curious. Mm -hmm. And the actors in the shows have enough popularity that they can pull in a crowd even if the show isn't up to Par with the plot,
4: yeah, and yeah. even now they're releasing it on Gaga Ula La. But mm-hmm. they started, I think, basically towards the end of the New Ship storyline, like it was like the mm-hmm. last episode, and then they're releasing it on Friday, whereas the regular episodes air on. Tuesdays, I think. So like that delayed release, I think, also is very detrimental to people watching things legally, because at that point, it's already up on every bootleg site you can ask for, because people Mm -hmm. pulled it from AIS Play. So that, and that's another, like Heather said, that's just another subscription service that people have to pay for. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think AIS Play is definitely, like, the yeah. devil of bl shows and mm-hmm. detrimental I'm be to honest. Them. like
3: the only reason why i subscribe to the channel to get the shows is because i want to support Pat. <laughs> it's the it's literally only reason i am here for you Pat. i will subscribe to that shit i don't like that i have to do it but i will do it for you
4: the things mm-hmm. we do mm-hmm. for our best friends like come on yeah. No. But yeah.
0: Literally,
3: like
0: <laughs> yeah. And there's something wrong with the episodes for War of Why and Oh My Sunshine Night every single week. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they forget to always- upload parts. It's, I know, especially with the new yeah. ship, a lot of fans stop watching and were disappointed because they didn't subtitle any of the on-screen text. Mm-hmm. But the whole well, that was
4: such a big part of the story. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it's like social media. That's the whole point. Mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So people got frustrated with that. Luckily, it has been good with. The
3: same, the other one. Yeah, they're right.
4: They're not.
3: You don't upload them in
4: order. It's It's so bad. Part one, part four, part three. Yeah, it's It's just like, like, I don't know.
0: Like,
3: we're paying for it. Do you even care at this point?
4: (laughs) No,
0: they don't. I look at, like, the episode's analytics for War of Y every week, and it has, like, a hundred thumbs up and like maybe a yeah. thousand views and i'm like it's so depressing this to see not happen <laughs>
3: it's good enough to get up to the same level of as gmm tv's shows
4: so it could it's definitely so, be racking in so many views if, it's like, so
3: sad people would watch it just because they're curious but they're not gonna pay to watch it mm-hmm.
4: And it mm-hmm. sucks that like this st- streaming service, I don't even know what AS Play is, is like mm-hmm. having such a detrimental impact on these shows and these actors, like getting the what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say cloud. That's not the word I'm looking for. But getting exposure. the attention from this sh- exposure, thank you, from these shows that they could and should be getting with like the nature of this content and how for. Lack of a better word, controversial it is. I feel like in the way they're bringing these stories to life, like they could be getting so much more exposure. And mm-hmm. I feel like they should be with the way they're portraying like such a difficult and complicated type of story. But they're not getting it because of fucking AIS Play and yeah. Gaga Ula La and these gatekeeping streaming services.
3: Didn't Perth mention that AIS Play is free for Thai people?
4: Yeah, if you have, like, a Thai phone number, you can get onto the AIS Play app for yeah. free. because it's that like That really, a, like,
3: grinds my gears. I I'll think it's like a honest.
4: phone. Mm-hmm. It's like a phone company, like a Verizon or something like that yeah. would be the equivalent here. And mm-hmm. so they're catering towards, like, people with Thai phone numbers that could perceivably use their service so they don't give sure. a fuck about the international audience. But it yeah. sucks because I feel like the BL industry gives a fuck about the international audience, but they can't Mm -hmm. get that attention when using AIS Play. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) And AIS Play ran there. Yeah. I really do think that's a big reason though. Mm I agree.
3: Quality of acting. Good stuff. It was really
4: interesting seeing... Billy and Sang go from Secret Crush on You to War of Why. Especially cuz like I've been Secret Crush on You, so I had just finished it not too long before War of Why started. So like the the tonal shift and the genre shift between their acting in both of these series was like very jarring at first, but like I think especially Sang like Billy was great too, but I think Sang was just like a standout actor in New ship specifically, and like the way he brought that story to life was just like he was incredible, in my opinion.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they brought the story to life. I don't think like if it wasn't for how good they were at acting, it I wouldn't have felt as uncomfortable as I did in most part of, parts mm-hmm. of it. Like it wouldn't make the same impact mm-hmm. as it did. So I was floored at how good everything was yeah for sure and everyone old actors and quality of filming i think production value
4: on this has been pretty high and especially comparing it to war wise previous projects i think you can definitely tell that there was a lot more that went into this production wise and i think war why and no Oh my God, I keep getting all these Y series mixed up. <sighs> I think YYY y, y and Y Destiny. Yeah. I definitely had, like, especially with Y Destiny, like, there were some production things that I didn't quite love. And I just yeah. think, you know, it was a smaller scale project and mm-hmm. a lot of things were being handled very differently with it. But I think mm-hmm. that maybe because of the type of project that this is and the story that they're trying to tell I feel like they definitely stepped it up in the realm of production and I don't know maybe that they got different investors this time around and they had a bigger budget but I definitely think there's a difference
3: yeah I also think like they had like the added bonus of this stories really evolving around what they already have
4: mm-hmm. like
3: filming sets and all mm-hmm. of that like they mm-hmm. could just mm-hmm use, like, save money, basically, on using what they already had, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: There are a lot of really beautiful shots in New Ship. Mm -hmm. Like, I think of, at the end, whenever you see the manager with her little rainbow umbrella, like, Mm -hmm. standing in front of of that food thing, smoking a cigarette. I thought that was interesting. And then, like, there's a scene when they're in the hotel and... Pan finds out, like, bad news and just, like, drops the remote on the floor and you just see No in the background just, like, Mm. (laughs) sleeping peacefully. Like, they're... Mm. I really liked how they framed, Mm
3: -hmm. I guess,
0: this show. I really like how they're framing
3: it. Yeah, everything looked very... Thoughtful, like they really thought it through, and everything had like a purpose. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a throwaway shot, like everything was planned and executed. And it really put uh, emphasis on the story. Every shot that Mm -hmm. was in there was in there for a reason. I agree with that very much so. Yeah. Yeah. And sound quality. I can't even remember. I can't remember. I didn't react to any sound problems at all.
4: Yeah, I nothing can't remember. It's like drastically worse than the typical like BL sound quality. Like, there are some other shows airing right now. <laughs> Love oh in the my air. Oh <laughs> that God. have absolutely horrendous sound quality it was so jarring
3: it was so (laughs) jarring i was dying watching it
4: and on on the other hand i i don't i can't recall any instances of war of why where i was like oh this is like really Mm
3: -hmm. taking me
4: out of the scene or anything like that so i mean i feel like there's always like a, a base level of like sound issues that kind of just exist in thai media in general with the type of mics that they use and stuff like that but i don't remember anything here that was like particularly stood out as really hard to listen to
3: yeah gmm tv could take some points and me min- <laughs> mean mind <why laughs> or, mindy. Me, mindy or <laughs> me Whatever or whatever could mind definitely why. take some points here like yeah some classes or something from Coffee of Bangkok <laughs> <my> because <laughs> 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 yeah it kills me
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: and the quality of the story I'm writing I think we've talked a lot about this uh, like mm-hmm. obviously I really I didn't expect this and I was pleasantly surprised. And I think that, like, even though, like, I say, oh, I hate that character and that was really uncomfortable and whatever, it still speaks to the quality of it because yeah. it's enforcing feelings into you other yeah. than indifference, right? Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, having, like, struggling with the
4: show, I feel like, is, in, is indicative of them. Telling the story the way that they want to tell it, and having like these moral dilemmas and this like intense thought process while you are watching it, and you know, struggling to understand how you should feel about these characters. I feel like that's what they were going for. So, like yeah. the fact that these are the reactions we're having to me feels like the story is written well and is is accomplishing what they wanted it to accomplish.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I watch a show and. I'm like, it was okay, but the thing that made it good was, like, the actors. But I feel like it is the complete opposite for War of Y. Like, it is the story that I love about it. And I think that yeah. that's probably the most important thing about mm-hmm. a BL is that you like the story instead of just, like... Hanging on other things like well I think Mm -hmm. this like actor saved the show Like I'm glad that It didn't feel like the show had to be saved By anyone's acting or anything Mm -hmm. Like that Mm -hmm. like it was just good All around well is good
3: Mm -hmm. Definitely So Do we wish We could change anything about this Series or improve Do, Do we think we can Improve it somehow I was thinking about this and I'm just like I have no criticisms, <laughs> honestly. Like, what could you change? Like, if you change anything, it takes away from the impact of the story. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything you can do that will make it better.
4: Yeah. If anything, I just wish I could change the way that some people are perceiving it. But then mm-hmm. I feel like obviously this, this show as a whole is still ongoing. So, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? I, like... Same as Kayla, I haven't started the Y Idol one yet, and the fourth mm-hmm. story hasn't started yeah. yet. So, we may have different thoughts after watching those ones. But I feel like the mm-hmm. first two stories, like I can't think of anything that like I really just wish can, was done can differently. I
3: also, say that like watching the NC scenes, like as uncomfortable as it was, watching they really took care into making it hidden enough. Like it's heavy. But at the same time, you know that there was a sensitivity, like coach on staff, like mm-hmm. someone to take care yeah. of the actors. And the, the shots made sure that there's not a lot. You can't see a lot. Like it, they had mm-hmm. all the opportunity to cover up as they needed. And it, it looked like it was done in a very tasteful manner. At the same time, they made it very impactful and very heavy. -hmm.
0: Yeah, that's why I liked all the close up face shots during those scenes instead of like Mm -hmm. having this wide angle of their body.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: almost dropped my phone.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I had that thought when I was watching it that like, I really enjoy how, how they shot this because they made it hot in an uncomfortable way without Mm -hmm. showing a lot of skin
4: yeah no yeah
3: that's
0: something i really like too
3: yeah anything else you guys really liked about the series series i don't know just i just like that it makes me think
4: and that's kind of what Mm -hmm. i said at the start of just like having this analysis and you know Mm -hmm. as someone who you know we like to have These conversations about the BL industry and start these discussions about, you know, these different aspects of the industry. And I feel like a Mm -hmm. show like this is really, really good for facilitating those discussions. And like, I'm really interested after recording this episode to see what people who watch and listen are going to have to contribute to this discussion. And I just like, enjoy what the show is like eliciting out of me like I Mm. I have my fair share of shows I like to just watch to be mindless and see a cute little romance but I don't know it's nice to have a show that's meant to make you think that actually Mm. like does a good job of making me think and elicits like a lot of different thoughts and feelings and there was another word that has totally gone out of my mind now. But it just, like, it elicits so much out of me. And, like, I'm really enjoying all of the different feelings, even if they're not always easy to feel. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I just really like seeing, like, all of these issues, like you said, that we've talked about or witnessed being kind of dramatized in a way. Mm-hmm. Because then, honestly, I feel a little validated because I'm like, I knew it. And (laughs) I'm like, I knew it. And now it's being shown to be a truth in the industry. But also, like I said, I just love the story. I'm so into it. I think that Mm -hmm. it's just so detailed, way more detailed than anything else I've watched recently. And I really Mm -hmm. appreciate that from like a storytelling standpoint and also a production standpoint. I just Mm -hmm. really... I like it. I don't think I have any complaints about it, other than yeah, mm-hmm. AIX Play marketing it badly.
3: <laughs> yeah. I really hope that like this kind of show can accomplish that people t- think twice about their relationship to Thai BL and what's happening. I think like these are things that people should already know, but at the same time, you never know. And I just... I think it might be at least change some people's views on the industry and put rumors and thoughts into actual pictures kind of thing. Like it's something else to talk about how the industry is bad, but actually seeing it and seeing it portrayed mm-hmm. does make a lot more of an impact on people. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. So, last question. Why should people watch or why?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think if you like to think and you're also someone who is, like, interested in the industry and what goes on in the industry and understanding kind of more of what these actors might experience or go through or what working in the industry might be like. I think it'll be a really interesting thing piece for you. You know, I think there's a lot of people that interact with the fandom on like a more superficial level. And I think that's totally fine and there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I think there's a lot of people who are really dedicated to the industry and the people in it and what this industry can stand for. And so like, I think for those people, it's a really, really interesting watch and, can add a lot of insight into your understanding of the industry.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah.
0: And I just think that all the actors involved in the series and actresses as well, like the ones who play the managers are doing really well. So if you want to see some good, but very intense acting, Mm -hmm. then you should watch this show, but also be ready because the content is very heavy.
3: Yeah, you need to be in the proper frame of mind (laughs) to watch this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would recommend everyone to go into it with an open mind and a wish to look at it deeper than just the surface. Like, search out the layers, search out meaning, and not just, like, don't let... You're not going to get spoon-fed. So you... you... (laughs) You need to exercise some critical thinking. (laughs) So. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for this week's episode. We want to know what your thoughts are on the series. Leave it on social media or in the comments below on YouTube. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Sharing this episode with your friends really helps us out. And um, Thanks for joining for this week's episode, and we will see you again next week. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.
3: We have respect little... contracts. <laughs> we need, like, in general, just respect. <laughs> yeah.
4: Respect. Yeah. <laughs>